Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Yes, for me. Thank you so much. And chicken. Oh, oh no. Thank you. I mean, how do I eat? You don't get this in my Look at this shit. Absolutely delicious. I've just had so good. A vegan burger. I'm not a vegan, but vegan burger is delish. Um, very impressed with the with the food options here. Ten out of ten. Um, uh, Emirates. I had a terrible like two slices of pizza for about nine quid and I've got a whole pizza here that even some of Pizza Express's finest establishments would be, you know, proud of making. So, um, top effort, we're in the beer garden, chilling out, watching Arsenal, Fulham. Stuff of dreams, it really is. And we're back like we, we never left. Who are we're, you people? We are live at Bromley Football Club. Well, not live because it's obviously going out after we were here. But we're at Bromley Football Club uh, home to Crystal Chloe Palace Morgan. Women FC and also home to Chloe Morgan Hello. FC. Uh, recently retired. I mean, so much has happened in the last month that we, we were together on Wembley Way. Um, most importantly, you've retired. You hung at your boots and that's kind of why we're here, right? It felt like time, to be honest. I can't believe it's been a month since I've seen you guys. I know, like, it's crazy. What we, the hell? We don't have enough time to talk about everyone's holidays. Rachel's been on gallivanting around Europe for <laughs> about very, very 10 tanned. weeks. Thank you. Uh, did you have a holiday? No, you packed all your holidays in before the Euros, didn't you? you yeah, a trip I to Bali. about 17 holidays before. She was zen, yeah. zen before the Euros, yeah, and then yeah, came I back and lost chilling. it all. And then I was broken for the whole <laughs> of the July. So, uh, so yeah, it's been quite nice. Well, I say it's like been quite nice as a relaxing thing, but like going into this new job now has been absolute chaos. It's been chaos. absolute carnage. I feel like uh, the training schedule that I had before was probably less work than what I'm currently doing now. So, and you um, thought you were getting an easy gig. This I is did. why this is why you retired. You thought I can't handle the stress anymore of doing this and balancing a full time job and now you're like, oh my God, please give me the gloves back. Do you yeah. feel like they've taken the training wheels off and just sent you off, you know, into the deep end with you? It it does feel a little bit like that. Because everything's kind of escalated this season and because like, we've got in fifteen new sign ins, it does feel like there's just so much stuff that's going on. Uh, and kind of getting up to speed with everything and being behind the scenes now is just madness like you get to know all the secrets and the ins and outs we're so gonna get more more info on the pod are we in depth in depth oh stuff yeah secrets are coming down yeah exclusives yeah uh, so yeah i mean update listeners on what's happened because you've alluded to your new role so tell us about retirement and what that new role is yeah so i think uh, i mean i was struggling with retirement i was struggling whether it was the right decision like you always feel like oh maybe there's one more season one more game left in you and i think um it felt like a really weird time to be leaving the game as there was just so much attention and so much kind of focus and stuff going on. So, you know, and off the back of the women's Euros, I was like, oh, there's going to be all this hype around it. Why would I be leaving women's football at this point? But, and like once I've left, I mean, I'm pretty old now in terms of, uh, you know, the championship and WSL average age. I am Easy. the grandma of the whole... I'm pretty sure I'm the grandma <laughs> of the pod, so <laughs> careful. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think for me, like it just felt like the right time in terms of like the kind of talent coming up now. Like there's so many young goalkeepers, and I, I just felt like it was the right time to move aside and just to let them come through and clear that space. 
to be fair, a lot of legends did retire this summer. Yeah, so I think it seems it. right that you retired in that in that. I won't be putting group. myself in the same bracket as oh, Jill yeah, Scott yeah, yeah. and Ellen White. Yeah, where um, was your Players' <laughs> Tribune article, man? Boring. Yeah, where was that? Like, all I wanted was like a little, I don't know, like a voice note from my mum and dad saying she did all right. <laughs> that would have been fine as my little retirement piece. We can still get it. Piece. We can still get it. Um, so what are you doing now? Because you're still working with Palace. You are wearing full Palace tracksuit. And it's not just because you're a full, full kit, kit wanker. wanker. I am, yeah. Uh, you, you actually are working for the club still. Yeah, so got into a presenting role and then also media manager. So doing like the post-match interviews, getting content with the girls, uh, making sure they're protected online, running the social media accounts. So, so not that much. So yeah, you know, just you know, you know just just little bits, little bits. Little <laughs> See, small now bits. you know what yeah. it's like having to be on the content side of things, man. You'll never Welcome complain about oh, <laughs> I have a so lot more annoying respect. getting so many media requests. Now you're the one having to be Deal in charge with of that. Yeah, yeah. So like I don't know, and I we're going to be hassling you for shit. Don't. I will block you. <laughs> I get enough contact with you two as it is. Um, no, but I honestly do have a newfound respect for people in, in, in the media because, like, the stuff that goes on behind the scenes I did not know about before is absolute chaos. And it's, like, last-minute stuff and everything's a priority and everything's really urgent. So, do you know what? Credit to you both. Go and on. And it's, it's been a massive summer as well for Palace because yes. they've had some big news in terms of the future of their club. What's happened this summer? Yeah, big stuff. So we've gone a full-time professional, um, which wasn't the case obviously last year and the year before. So the club's taken a massive step up. We're getting in loads more recovery time, the analysis, strength and conditioning, gym sessions. So it's really taken a step up into kind of elite level. And this year it feels like our first proper push into into the WSL and to really compete. So and exciting. loads of new signings as well, which is quite exciting. And and today both teams really have had quite a few new signings so it's quite exciting to see you, you battle each other out massively and I think uh, I mean 15 new signings in total which obviously does take a little bit of time to bed in but of we course. were so we did so well with our first game of the season last um last week like we obviously got the win and it was a tough game against tough close, opposition but you know just going back to the signings there I mean we've got Scottish internationals we've got two players from the England youth camp now we've got a Jamaican international um, yeah, we've got uh, and, and two Welsh internationals as well. So I think the, the quality and the standard of the squad is, is already like vastly improved from last year. And there's an understanding that it'll take time, right? Like when you turn professional, it doesn't mean you suddenly, you're immediately like the, that level of professional from the get-go. You've got to get used to all the training and the new changes and all that kind of stuff and the new players as well. I think it's that. I think, um, you know, going into the, the first kind of training sessions, like the new players, you know, they've got to take time to bed in, get used to the system, get used to our style of play, get used to what the coaches want to achieve that this year with our setup and and obviously, it's a, it's a big thing for the, the, the new or the old players to get used to as well. Like having that many pe- new people come in and trying to all get to know each other in quite a short space of time because you don't really have, you've got, what, five, six weeks really of, of pre-season before you're straight into your first game. And, you know, we're expecting some big crowds at some of these games. So, again, that's the additional pressure as well. So, But so far, there seems to be a really good vibe amongst the club. Everyone seems to be getting on really well. So that always helps. Yeah. So uh, Palace getting promoted then? 100%. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. I know. I've got Billy Big Bulls on it. Yeah, but I'm back in it. That's pretty big. I mean, having to say, I've never been, this is as far south of London I've ever been in my life. In terms of like South London. I've been to like the south of England, but in terms of South London, I never come to South London, let alone this far. This is basically Kent, let's be honest. It's such a vibe down here. We're literally sitting in a massive beer garden. I have to say, like, Bromley. Um, you know, they've got their shit together. Let's say that. Yeah. We are sitting in this fancy beer garden. Mm. The stadium f- to watch the men's game in the National League was absolutely rammed. Um, I saw it's a woman with, a, with a bucket hat that says FA Trophy winners 2022. So Love obviously that. Bromley are thriving. Uh, and it <laughs> looks like, you know, we're all going to be thriving as a result. And we're going to be watching the game tonight against Coventry United. Yes. 
it's going to be a big game. It's going to be a really big game. I mean, obviously, Coventry last season, they had some administrative issues. They were very close to relegation in December. There were kind of rumours that they might be going into relegation again because of maybe potentially bad management or something going on behind the scenes. But, you know, when you look at the... Even though they finished, you know, second from bottom last season, they finished the season very, very strongly. I mean, they're off the back of a, n- a number of big wins. And if you think about that points deduction, had they not had that points deduction, they would have been way further up the table with yeah. their runner games. And remember the, the time how they did it on... In Insane. Last day, oh yeah. in that, that like, screamer, scream away. Come what are your sure. score predictions? Three nil. To I was going to yes, say three nil. No three nil. Palace. Come yeah, on, three all right. Solid. Uh, Rachel and I uh, are going to enjoy the game. Maybe chat to a few Palace players if Chloe can hook us up. But we're going to chat to you, Chloe, after the full-time whistle because you've got a job to do. I do. Busy I've got day. a new job to do. Yeah, and I need to get no going, time guys. <laughs> so we're just walking around the pitch at the moment. Interesting to have 4G, 4G here at Bromley, and actually, even from a men's football point of view, kind of a risk because if you go up into the football league, you're gonna have to get grass, and loads of clubs have had very expensive situations where they've had to build a grass pitch uh, in quite a short space of time. But it obviously means you can make more money from it because it's all it year round. Often, exactly, it doesn't often have cancellations here. Well, exactly. So you know, there's some perks. I there, there are loads of perks because they'll have like schools and other teams that will come and use this. So the club get loads more money from it. Um, but it also really hurts. Yes, and that, it's that black. Listen, I'm going to sit not even on the pitch, but next to it, and I'll still come home with that black stuff in my shoes. Yeah. And I'm yeah. wearing sandals, so it's going to be. I don't even know. But I think there's, there's definitely quite a few women's championship teams that have it. Because I remember, I think when Leicester were in the championship, I think the, where they were playing, um, I think they had a 4G. Uh, and obviously it's really common because a lot of non-league grounds will have it and obviously women's teams often share with non-league clubs but yeah that's my first takeaway Uh, and there's a nice little vibe in the beer garden a few people have hung around I think from the Bromley game and a few people have turned up in Palace shirts Palace players are doing a little signing um, in the like clubhouse I guess you can call it please just keep an eye in case you get whacked by a ball because that would be caught on audio would be I'm, I'm staying alert. We're just talking about tattoos. I've got one booked in, another one for next week. Um, but, and we were just discussing how far we'd go in terms of commemorating people and moments in the Euros. Mine's going to have a 22 in it, and that's kind of as far as I'm going in terms of commemorating the event. I haven't gone as far as a, a player or a anything like that. Yeah, you've got to be a little bit careful sometimes. But I've gone. I'm going for something which is a subtle reference but still a reference nonetheless. Me and my brother are getting the same one, which is basically like a crop top. I don't know if lots of people saw Art of Football made these after Kelly's goal, which was like a crop top with the, 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 the time in which she scored the goal, which is the 110th minute. So I'm getting that, but in the style of the tattoo artist that I have my other tattoo of, um, which I also have booked in on the 6th of September. What day is yours? Uh, Tuesday, so the 20, the 30th, 30th oh, of August. Oh, nice. Of August. I was um, very tempted by the FYOFPs. What's that? Fuck off, you fucking prick. But, oh, God, you know, yeah, that would have been iconic. That would have been... Uh, yeah, you should, let's, let's get that. Let's vote. I'll get that with you. Kids! Great to see Fran Kitching replacing Chloe. She's doing some catching practice. She looks good. She looks like she's up for it. Big shoes to fill, but loads of experience. A couple of years at Sheffield United, been at Liverpool as well. A, a real good signing for Palace and I'm sure Chloe's very excited to have her here. No pressure for her to fill those boots but I'm sure she'll do a very good job. We 
announcing the lineup for both teams very shortly. While you wait, why not grab yourself a quick bite or drink of Roomsville? Also, get yourself Great, we can recommend. <laughs> Have you two been drinking? No. No, we just have been eating I the delicious food. soda, that was it. Uh, we're just out the back of the stadium now, just trying to catch a break from the pumping tunes at Bromley FC. So we're kind oh, of... Fox Park Wembley all over again. We're actually kind of by the bins. Chloe <laughs> <laughs> um, sought us out with the VIP spot by the bins. <laughs> Uh, and oh, also, also brought us a VIP in Fliss Gibbons, who's not featuring the game today, um, but can give us a little update on what the vibes are. Now you've obviously lost Chloe; she's in a different sort of role. Mm. Um, but without her, <laughs> without her in between the sticks, um, I mean, what's this season looking like for Crystal Palace? Um, well, I'm so I'm one of 15 new signings um, this year, so I think the girls that were perhaps here last year will say it's obviously going to be very different it's going to be different for me anyway and those of us that are new but I think um, definitely I think we're looking to sort of promotion this year is, is definitely the aim I mean along along with most of the teams but um, yeah like I think we've set our standards quite high um, especially sort of with pre-season and the training and, and the tempo and the the standards that uh, the coaches demand from us is very high, but um, yeah, we, we of course want to get promoted. We, we'd like to win the league and, and ultimately go up into the WSL. Um, but we're taking it game by game at the moment, but um, so far so good, yeah. And how is this pre-season with Palace compared to pre-seasons you've been involved in with other clubs? Um, so my only other experience of professional football was at Brighton. Um, but to be honest with you, it's quite similar. Lots of running, um, <laughs> lots of hard work, lots of like blood, sweat and tears. But um, yeah, I think there's probably a bit more focus for us on the tactical side of it. Like I said, with the new squad sort of getting up to speed with um, the knowledge and how Dean and James want us to play this year. So yeah, there's probably been a bit more of a focus on the tactical side of it. Um, but it's sort of looking like they're starting to take shape now, so yeah. Chloe, how much are you enjoying watching the running from the sideline instead of uh, having to do it in pre-season? Oh my God, it's an absolute gift. Uh, I mean, obviously I clap the girls on the sidelines, you know, provide that kind of moral, emotional support, but I really laugh at them when they fall over. Yeah, to sit and actually video and just stand there and, and do that. So uh, yeah, it's been an absolute delight. Thank you. Are you going to every training session or like, how does it work? Are you just going to ones that you fancy turning up We've to? barely seen her. Yeah, I was going to say, we've barely seen her. in uh, yeah, I mean, I was supposed to be getting there sort of one one evening Supposedly. a week. Supposedly. Okay, yeah, here we go. There's obviously lots of things that I do behind the scenes that no one sees. Yeah, yeah like, nobody yeah. knows about, we nobody knows what's happening. Know that. Okay, there's some stuff that goes on. Um, but yeah, and then obviously comes the match days at like home and away as well, and like filming all the content for the girls. So. You can't escape Durham, no matter... No. What, how much you try, you've still got to go to Durham. Oh, Durham. You're nemesis. No matter how many times they make us go down there and how many times they say that pitch isn't okay. No, that was Sunderland, wasn't it? It was Sunderland we went up three yeah, times Sunderland, last yeah. season. Um, it's been 84 years and you're still going to, <laughs> yeah, Sunderland, you're still going to Sunderland in some capacity. And, and what have you made of the, of the championship as well? Like Having played in the WSL, do you feel like, from your experience, that gap is really closing? Yeah, definitely. I think actually... Um, the standard in the championship is well I think you probably in, in the last few seasons there's maybe been like a favourite to win the league but I think this year it's going to be so competitive and the standard is getting much better and I think the quality of the players is also getting better like it is in both leagues so yeah um, I'd like to think that you know if whichever team does go up they can hold their own and it's not just going to be sort of you go up and come straight back down um, but it definitely looks like it at the moment like I say I think the standard and like the intensity of the games there isn't, there isn't really much difference 
Well, Fliss, I know you've got to get back to the door where yes. you've been playing uh, <laughs> security, security yeah. uh, slash bouncer Similar. today. <laughs> so um, we'll let you get back to that. But thanks for chatting for us and um, hopefully see you some point later in the season as well. Yes, thank you. I hope you come down to some more games. I will. Hopefully you're impressed by what's on I am impressed. It's the best beer gone tonight. football. Yeah. football yeah. I've ever that seen. The main thing. I was more talking the... about the standard of football. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. beer garden's bonus. We'll, we'll put that in the post-match. Yeah. We will yeah, talk we about will, that for sure and stop talking about the beer garden. We will, we will. Sorry. I'm Michael. Michael. Mike. 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 I'm Russ. Oh. I thought you were about to say Michelle. Mike. Uh, <laughs> I was I'm thinking Michelle. about it. <laughs> and how long have you guys been coming to Palace Women for? I'm um, about four or five years myself. And how about you? Five years. Only a year. Okay, and you yeah. also Bromley fans? No, no just Palace fans. Oh, no. Just Palace fans. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wash oh, your mouth down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, we're main Crystal Palace okay. and Crystal Palace ladies as okay, well. Okay, amazing. And do, yeah. you, do you follow home and away or just home? Just home. I went to my first well, away game this ladies. season. So, yeah, yeah. City game. yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Nice. Brilliant. Home and away when you can. And how much over even you know five years, how much have you seen the team change and also the fan base as well? Immensely. The team has changed more than the fan base. Yeah. Because there's a few more coming in now, but um, yeah, not I mean, one man and a dog. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> back in our first season up, we were third tier and we were put up with three weeks before the season. So we had a, a team built for the National League playing in the Championship. And when you look at it now, and this is a team built to get into the WSL, so the last couple of years, absolutely massive improvement. And it, it's shown on the pitch and in our results in the league table. For our listeners' benefit, we are surrounded by a beautiful array of, of flags and banners people, behind. Yeah. <laughs> and people, of course. <laughs> I was going to ask you about this. You're responsible for these, all of them? Yeah. Yes. All yeah, 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 yeah. We all, we all chip in. We all have some of our own ones at different times. We all chip in together and do them. Eventually, we'll have the whole stand. And, and then, yeah, we had to get here about three hours early to put them up. <laughs> well, they look amazing, and what's great as well is you can always see them on FA, um, yeah. FA Player or any of the highlights. You can always see the flag. I saw them last week as well. I saw some of them, so yeah, it looks great. And how are you guys feeling about this season? Obviously, going full time. Are you feeling confident about promotion? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We'll, we'll, we'll be in the mix um, if we don't, as long as we don't get too many injuries and we play like we did last week against probably one of the best sides in the league. I think we'll be thereabouts. I think. It's the most competitive league it's been so far, but there's a lot of teams, one only one spot going up, a lot of teams vying for it. But this year, it's the first time we're really in it. So, you know, we've got as good a chance as any, really. Um, lots of new names in the squad as well. Yeah. Has anyone impressed you, or is there anyone in particular really excited to, to see play? Or I mean, last week we had what, eight, eight debutants start, and some, some real standout players. I mean, you could, all of them, really. Um, we kept some of the core last season who were you know, good players as well. So it's hard to kind of narrow it down to one because it's been, I say, everyone kind of shone last season, last week. And after the Euros as well, have you found more of your mates or family are interested in coming down? And have you, have you seen a bit more of a buzz and an interest around the team as well? Well, there's certainly a buzz around our group, wasn't there? When the Euros won, I went to three games. I went to a game. Went down to, I think at the moment you've got the... 
because it's still growing women's football and it's growing bigger quickly because of the Euros and the national scene. But I think at the moment you don't get where you've got like you know not uh, what's eighty nine thousand at Wembley, but a lot of those people don't come to their own domestic team. So we've, we've been trying to push the message throughout the summer of you know support your local team, not just the WSL, which yeah. is all they got mentioned on like BBC and everything. Yeah. It's, so yeah, it's it's a slow burner. Uh, there are a few people. A mate I took with me who's a Millwall fan unfortunately but he went to the England game he loved it and so yeah there is a little bit of time but we need people to start turning up to the domestic game and seeing how good it is at this level we should say that our, our other fellow host is Chloe Morgan oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you know her so how do you feel about her retiring oh really <laughs> yeah, well good luck to her she's yeah. found, a, found a role at the club an important role as well because Absolutely. we've been crying out because some of us are, are doing my own Palace Women's podcast just to promote that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the only one, the only one that does, Chris Palace Women's Show, Eagle Eye View. But um, we've needed desperate for a, a media person because one person who got hired last year, there's hardly anything being put out. And mm. we, if we want to get more and more fans in, and people need to know about the players, you know, learn about the team. And, and Chloe straight away has been in the last week alone, you know, has done more than probably has been done about four seasons by the, the official <laughs> Twitter and stuff. So we need that. So it's yeah, good to have yeah. someone who has been on the other side of it, appreciates what is needed, and is passionate clearly to, to do it she'll be very pleased to hear that won't she yeah good review already yes, we love that amazing thank you so much I told guys. you it was good <laughs> yeah it was well, I have to say she has filmed us a couple of times and that never turns up on anything oh, we'll have a word we'll have a word <laughs> thank you so much enjoy the game chance there for Palace I think we're five minutes into the game there is a big scoreboard somewhere but I think it's on the outside where the incredible beer garden is um, but yeah we're about five minutes in and Palace just had a really really good chance um, but ended up just going wide of the post um, but they've dominated the first few minutes of that game of this game and it looks like uh, so far so good I've just grabbed Lee Nickel on the way back from the toilet. <laughs> um, what are you making of Palace's performance so far? Um, I think very strong. We're keeping the ball really well. Oh, nearly. Um, we're keeping the ball really well, retaining possession in our third and the middle third, but we're just finding it hard to cut them down in the final third. But I think the girls are doing really well. I think it's just a matter of time now. Yeah, I mean, Rachel and I have just been saying how uh, the team looks so slick. It doesn't look like a team that's got so many new signings haven't played together for that long. Have you been impressed as well how the team's come together quite quickly into the season? Yeah, I think we spoke this week. This is actually week six of being together and the, the squad's just gelled. From week two, I'd say this, the squad's just been so coachable and receptive and they believe in the process and, and what, um, what the management are trying to do with us. So it's credit to the girls and, and how much they're buying into the process and the recruitment's been done very wisely because everyone fits into the style of play. Yeah, there's a lot of experienced names as well and I know we spoke to some fans, like they're excited for this season, the expectations are high. How does that feel as a player as well going into this season knowing that a lot of people are looking at your team and thinking these could be the champions? 
I mean, a lot of us have never been in this situation before, so it is different for us, but um, we do block out the noise. I think we're that busy working and training so hard that you don't really hear the noise that's going on around us. We don't really get caught up in it. I think we're just pushing each other and we're being pushed to our absolute maximum every single day. So the last thing we're thinking about is the noise on social media and we love our fans, but we try not to get carried away. And Chloe's now in charge of social media, so you can just blame her, if anything. <laughs> Always blame her. <laughs> and thanks, Lee. I'll yeah, let you get back to your actual duties. Thank you. See Enjoy you later. the match. Cheers. Thank you. She's one of our own. Show the guy. She's one of our own. She's one of our own. She's one of our own. Show the guy. Coventry are finding their way into this game and Palace might come to regret all those missed opportunities in the first half an hour of the game because Coventry are finding a little bit of rhythm, getting a little bit more comfortable and they've just had another really good shot. But Palace are on the attack now. Oh, what a challenge. Absolutely slamming challenge. Huge challenge. I felt that in the front row here. Oof. Oh, I think she's going to be feeling that for a while. Yeah, she's taken a moment there. Oh, oh good tackle. Palace have finally, finally taken the lead after so much pressure for the first 45 minutes of this game. Molly May Sharp has given them the lead after she got absolutely slammed to the ground just a minute ago. And she took a huge challenge and her teammates are celebrating with her now but looks kind of it looks like she's going to come off to be honest um, after scoring that goal I think the hit that she took from that challenge was so hard that she's about to come off she signaled to the bench but it was a really good finish in the end as Lizzo says it's about damn time it's about damn time it's about damn time A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. 
Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Start of the second half, we're in the, with the Palace Ultras down the other end with the lads that we spoke to earlier. Very lively, very loud down here. Already got a little bit upset at the lino for giving two or three offsides already in this start of the second half. Palace still looking really good, moving the ball around really nicely. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens in, in the second half. They've still only got that one-goal lead, so it's not over yet. Um, Coventry do look good on the break, but just really struggling to find enough possession, enough ball to build much in this game. Massive chance for Palace there. Annabelle Blanchard had a clear eye on goal. She went past like two or three Coventry defenders, was a couple of yards out from goal, but she had a tight angle on this near post on the left-hand side. She decided to set it back for a teammate instead of shooting, and uh, the opportunity ended up coming to nothing, but that was a massive chance. I'm Oh, OK, get involved. <laughs> I don't, but those guys do. Yeah. Yeah, everyone there will. Eagle! Eagle! Do you know anyone like an eagle? Um, I know one of the, someone who was the goalkeeper, but she's not the goalkeeper anymore. What's her name? Chloe. Do you know her? I saw her. Do you see? Do you know her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, Rihanna, yeah? Yeah. That's her friend, I Yeah, think. yeah. I, that's her. Yeah. Annabelle Blanchard and we were just talking about how she wasted that chance when she passed it when she probably could have shot and that, what a finish that was just inside edge of the box curled it in to the right hand side and 2-0 I'm pretty sure that's Palace done now home and dry I think it will take a lot for Coventry to come back from that I think that was fully deserved from Annabelle Blanchard she's worked hard she's been offside a number of times um, and as I said earlier had it in the back of the net at one point um, so she deserves to get a goal tonight please for her it's certainly interesting as well with Palace winning this game at the moment to see how much they've invested over the summer going full-time, 15 new signings, a lot of players who might have got a spot on a WSL roster here because they know they're going to be getting a full-time deal. Um, I think it, it's, it's impressive, but then 
also I think must be concerning if you're a club like Coventry uh, and even I was thinking you know a club like Reading in the WSL now being the only team left that's not linked to a Premier League men's side the budgets that you've got to work with are just so so different the gap in uh, in budgets is massive um, and I think we're going to see this stretch and this gap start to happen in the championship as well with teams like Palace just having the, the finances to go so big like Leicester did like Manchester United did like Villa did and then I mean what do teams like Coventry do? There's, I mean yeah teams like Coventry but also teams like your Southamptons your Birmingham's that all of them their clubs are going to say you know we're in, ooh, we had a potential handball call there You've got all of these clubs investing, right? Deciding to go full time. There's one one chance to get up into the FAWSL, and the, for me, the problem there is how long is a club going to keep investing without reward? They don't get it, yeah. and that's why I really like to see the FAWSL expanded and the Championship expanded, um, because you've got to give people, you you know, everyone can't go up, but at least two, at least two opportunities to go up, kind of makes that league a little bit. A little bit uh, more fight, I suppose, because sometimes you end up having one team out and above. What are the, you know, what do the rest do for the rest of the season if you know that teams basically guaranteed themselves promotion? At least having that second spot to to fight for would, um, I give that bit of reward to all these clubs investing and and keep more clubs investing. That's what my worry is: is if you're not getting that reward, how long are they going to keep pouring money into into a team? Yeah, and I would certainly say say that for Birmingham as well. It's not been a good couple of years for them on both sides, on the men's and women's side. It's been really difficult. The stadium's in a mess. Um, They've struggled on both ends of the pitch. Um, And I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens to them in the Championship. They've made a good start to the season so far, but... um, you know they haven't got the investment that some of the other clubs in this division do have. Southampton, especially, have you know backing of a of new owners in the Premier League who are ambitious, who want successful women's team. They've climbed the table so quickly with this new project with Marianne Spacey. Um, so you just feel like how are the other teams going to be able to compete? And like you said, if they're competing now. Are they going to run out of money? And the the ones that are pushing, are they going to continue to push if they don't get that instant reward? And and even this season, the WSL, you look at a team like Leicester, they could really struggle this season. And if they were to go down like they nearly did last season, is that going to be you know the, the tap turned off for them, or is is the club going to continue to support them and see the long term project? And I think they will because they've moved to this fantastic training facility, and you don't do that if you're just a short term. You know, project with just your eye on short-term gains, but it is really interesting to see how these more successful and ambitious Premier League clubs look at their women's teams as long-term investments. Exactly that, because ambition is brilliant, but you also need to be realistic in how quickly these things turn around and how quickly you see progress. You know, just because you turn full-time doesn't mean your whole team are suddenly absolute pros know exactly how the game works and sees sees improvement from all the investment you've put in it takes a couple of seasons and I think a lot of the time our expectation doesn't match doesn't always match the realistic side of how long it takes to grow a club and how long it takes for investment to be seen um, in terms of results we saw just in the past week Newcastle United announcing that they were going to take control of the women's team and that will surely bring lots of investment and I think we'll probably get to a point where the ambitions and desire of every single Premier League team would be to have a team in the WSL but at the moment there's not enough space for them all because there's 12 teams, you've got Reading in there from outside the, the Premier League so 
something's going to have to change there's going to have to be expansion I think that's going to come soon uh, but then obviously with that then there'll be more relegation goalie there Whiteman she found a really good game um, and uh, her defenders left her hanging there because she didn't block that shot and then she just had a the easiest tapping of all time to get the rebound Good vibes, great fans. Uh, Rachel, what are your thoughts on that 3-0 win for Palace in the end? Fans are getting very excited saying top of the league. Well, it's true. I mean, I was really impressed with um, how they played today. I was excited to see how they were going to play with so many new players. Um, So I'm quite impressed with how quickly they look to be gelling. And I'd say for other teams, that's probably quite frightening to see how quickly they're gelling. Um, They've got some very, they've got some really good experience in the squad, but they've got some really great youth as well, and um, I think they're gonna they're gonna do wonders this season. So yeah, I was uh, pretty impressed. And what well, I don't know what you thought. I mean, Annabelle Blanchard was brilliant. I thought she um, could have had a couple of goals and maybe a few more on the on the score sheet than than what she did score. But uh, yeah, I was very impressed with her, especially. I have to say, Isabella Sibley was the standout. Yeah. So so good. Um, and I think she's going to have a phenomenal season. Yeah. I think people need to look out for her because she's going to tear it up. And I think she's going to have a lot of people watching her as yeah. well. Um, so I'm excited to see how her season progresses. Uh, first championship game of the season ticked off for me. I know you've got more to come. Um, but we're going to chat to Anna, Annabelle Blanchard now after such a fantastic game for her. Initial thoughts to the crowd, first things first, a brilliant result. Yeah, I think the crowd were like the main push factor tonight and why we got there. You know, they've been amazing even at London City last week. But like we've been working hard all pre-season and like this is just the start. You know, we're still very new to each other. But I think the performance like the girls put in from back to front tonight and everyone that came on and everyone behind the scenes, like that was what it was about tonight. Yeah, it seemed like uh, you guys gelled already so much and the movement was brilliant. The understanding of each other was brilliant. You obviously got a goal, but probably could have had two or three or maybe even four. Are you a bit disappointed that you didn't get more than that one? No, obviously, yeah, like on a personal level, I want to score as many goals as possible. But I think 3-0, you know, clean sheet and three goals, like it's an all-round good performance tonight from everyone. You say that you're quite new to each other, but we were saying this like during the first half especially, is you don't look like you're new yeah. to each other. You seem to read each other really, really well. I think to be honest that's like all down to like the staff and how we've been training, like we've literally been gelling like literally together almost every day and I think the fact that everyone's bought into it is why like we've been so successful early on but like it's only the start two games and like we've got to keep consistency. Yeah, I know the fans were getting very excited at full time saying top of the league. Yeah. I mean, do you guys pay attention to that? Because that must be quite exciting. I know it's 
very early on. But you must think, oh, it's quite cool. We're actually top of the league right now. Yeah, no, obviously, like it's exciting, but I think we've just got to stay humble. Like there's a, like if you know football, like a league's a marathon. It's got a very, very long way to go, and the season's long. So if we can just keep pushing, hopefully, we can stay there. And what have you made as well coming back from the Euros? Obviously, a lot of people are asking, oh, what's the impact of this tournament going to be? And and have you felt that there's been a bit more buzz around the team and the fan base as well since the tournament? Yeah, definitely. I think there's been like a lot more interest in women's football, but I think this is only the start. Like It's got a long way to go. And I think if you just keep buying into it and supporting whoever your team is locally or whoever you support, then you know, like the growth can be incredible. With the woman at the moment. Hello. Chloe Morgan. <laughs> and just got to say, Rachel just said it just now. What did we say? We said 3 0. And Palace bloody won 3 0. We actually bloody did. Right, you've got, you still have got to come oracle. to every single game now. <laughs> That's oracle. it. So I'll, I'll hook you up with tickets, obviously. We won't be near the bins again, I promise. Uh, yeah, what a result. I think everyone's just absolutely buzzing. Like, I don't think we could have had a better start to the season like two wins on the trot um, is a completely different start up to how we were last season the season before so like the, the new signings that we've had have made an absolutely massive difference and I think there's just so much of like positive energy around the crowd like I'm absolutely bloody buzzing it must be I mean quite frightening for other teams in the FWC seeing you guys come together with 15 new players and play like that in your first couple of games well I hope so yeah I hope everyone's really scared Good. yeah <laughs> they should be um, also your first home game ticked off as well yes, um, how does that feel uh, I mean massive I mean it's, it's been amazing like obviously we had quite a few fans down uh, today and we had like fans that we've not seen before as well um, and I think that's been huge for the girls to kind of like you know be able to play in front of a decent sized crowd and like the crowd like from that end were absolutely huge tell us about the, the, the little um, like coming together at the end of the game as well you had a big sort of moment in the centre of the pitch yes. some cheering I'm sure a few words were shared so what were the coaches saying after the result I think it was mainly just, I mean we can't tell you also, it's very very <laughs> top secret very top top secret um, no but it was just like a you know an appreciation of all the hard work and effort that's gone into the training like especially some of the subs like it's not been a you know it's not been an easy pre-season like we've all had to come together we've all had to kind of have this massive transition and um, I think it's just an acknowledgement of like how far we've come as a club and all the excitement that's kind of building around us like it does feel like you know people expecting big things and we're delivering so yeah it was um just a just a thanks and a well done really yeah nothing too crazy onwards and upwards i mean for me i think i need to see more fans down here though i mean palace fans people in south london get down get down here come on around and as i said it's so cute watching you experience your first time at bromley how excited you are (laughs) loving the pitches loving the food loving the fans i mean we got to get her down here more often absolutely i mean also my i put a tweet out about coming here and like take took a few pictures and the amount of people who replied to me have been like oh I've been meaning to get down to a game or like that's my local club it's great there it's like we need to see more fans here because the the football that Palace played tonight was unbelievable I mean the movement the rhythm so slick and they're only going to get better when the season goes on as you know like second game in it's already looking this this good with this many new players would love to see more fans coming down here like um, hopefully with the new media manager's work. Hello. I mean, the oh. lads the lads down the end were saying they've seen more tweets in the last four weeks than they've seen in about ten years. Too right. So you've already done... There's just so much action happening. I just, <laughs> literally, I'm like, finish one tweet, and I'm like, right, spell check it, spell check it, spell check it, look up. Something else has happened. Oh, it's a substitution. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, I just God, can't. Oh, God, yeah, live tweeting is a nightmare. 
Free substitutions in oh, 30 seconds. Oh, oh, that's so that was a lot. Yeah, yeah get, I've not get, dealt with that get before. Promoting yeah. And uh, get down to Palace. What, I mean, if you're not coming down to see Palace women, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to enjoy it. You're yeah. going to enjoy it. Come down. Come on. Come on. Come on, you Eagles. Go on, you Eagles. See you soon. Oh. Right, see you Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.